Welcome back to the Real Estate of Minds podcast. I'm Priscilla Facey, CEO and founder of Build Up Development Co. Real Estate Developer. Got over 150 units under construction across four sites in Ontario. Today we have Clarissa. Clarissa is a new licensed real yes. estate agent and uh we just thought we'd chat it up a little bit today she's looking for some pointers getting into the space you know how to set herself up for success yes so tell us first of all why did you even want to get your real estate license so i wanted to get my license because i feel like with a lot of careers one of the biggest things was the cap of growth like i feel like with real estate there's no cap on my growth there's so many more opportunities um just based on like other friends who work in the field and family So I was like, this is something I really want to get into because I also am a people person and I know that a lot with real estate, a lot of the branding is yourself. Yes. And I was like, this is something I want to get into. And I kind of procrastinated for a few years with actually wanting to get my license. And then yep. last year I registered and I basically, it took me a year, which is actually long because some people, they can get it done in four months. So I did yep. kind of take my time, but now I'm jumping full force in. So I'm really happy for the opportunity no. to get to ask you some questions. That's amazing. And I mean, just to kind of go from what you just said, there's no cap on growth. Right. So that is the point. A nine to five job, you are going to have a limit. You are going to earn money based on what they decide your value is. Right. In real estate, you're going to decide where you want to land. Exactly. And I mean, the options are limitless, whether you're purchasing your own properties whether you are getting commissions, whether you are building out a team that you're going to get residual income off of their deals. Right. So, I mean, you're right. The options are limitless. Yes. Um, and so, okay, so you got your license now. Yes. And uh, tell us, okay, tell me where, where you think your first entry point is in terms of any challenges you're having so far or wanting to get set up. So once I got my license, which was actually just two weeks ago, And I already feel like, okay, what now? So yeah. I've been watching so many videos, like I got my license, what now? Yeah. And I'm not really yeah. finding answers. Yeah. And then I'm texting friends who I know in the industry. I'm like, okay, what now? And they're like, what do you mean right now? Go sell some houses or go find people to buy houses. And I'm like, how though? Like it's so much easier said than done. Mm -hmm. And I know it's leads and finding leads and stuff. And I'm just like, where do I start? And I know that there's a big percentage that get into it. And then they don't end up following through and then they end up just not caring to continue their license. And I don't want to be that statistic. Yeah. And so going I, back to, a, to their nine to five. Right. Or, and I don't want to do that. So it's really like, how do you get started in this business and make that name for yourself where people, when they think real estate, they're like, I'm going to call her. Yeah. So we were chatting a little bit off camera. And I mean, the start, the starting point for me is one is understanding the mindset. And so okay. you're looking at, okay, where do you go to get clients? And you know, your, your friend was telling you, Oh, what do you mean? Just go out and start selling houses. It's, yes. you know, obviously easier said than right. done for me, understanding that one, you have a network of people and no matter what those people are, whether they're friends, family, you know, people that you worked with previously, everyone is a potential lead. Okay. And so these people are your warm network. And okay. the easiest way for me to get started in real estate is to utilize the warm network. And because the reason for that is that real estate clients, this is a relationship building business. So you've got to obviously sell yourself and showcase that you've got the skill set, which you can certainly build, but you want to be able to work the relationships that you have. Okay. And it's going to be far easier 
starting out because you want to kind of get that that first few listings or those first few clients those first few deals under your belt it's gonna be a lot easier to do that with people that you have existing relationships with okay and so we're looking at okay you've got relationships with people where where can you start there right so do you have you decided kind of what lane of real estate you want to be in um i want to do residential i don't want to do like commercial i think i want to do like my ideal and like where I see myself is luxury. That's like what I want, mm-hmm. but I, I obviously can't start there starting off. So it's like, how do I even get to that like far leap that it seems like? Because for residential, I feel like my focus would be on because I live downtown, condos, mm-hmm. um, also houses, like stuff like that. So first time home buyers. Stuff like that, because the network of my people, the people that I know, besides like family, I would say are people who are looking to buy a home for the first time or thinking about it or investment opportunities. So then I'm like, how do I turn that into I'm someone they want to trust to do this purchase with? Right. Because they might look at me and say, you're an experience. I'm going to go with my mom's realtor or I'm going to go with this. So I feel like it's fighting that battle of how do I convince them? No, like I am actually the right choice. So for me, I started off and I I encourage everyone to cast the widest net. So where are you going to get the biggest number of clients? And sure, people want to buy their first home. You know, people want to, you know, they're going to be trading homes. They're going to be looking to upsize, whatnot. But for me, you're going to cast the widest net if you approach real estate from the point of investment. Investment. And wealth building. You're going to get far more people who are interested in ways to make money then who are interested in buying a house to move into. Very who are true. interested in, you know, their family's growing, they want to upsize. Um, and so for me, and it's also, to me, the easiest place to gain knowledge immediately and to gain experience and to find deals. Okay. And so I started off with, hey, here's an opportunity to buy into a project in, you know, whatever, X neighborhood okay. or to buy into this development project. Here's how much capital you're going to need. Here's how I'm going to forecast how you're going to make money. And because you've got a network of probably first-time buyers, people don't have a lot of experience in real estate, you're going to be introducing this to them for the right. first time. And it's, it's a real eye-opening experience because people understand that you know the number one way to make money and build wealth is through real estate. Right. But people don't know how to do it. Exactly. And everyone sees it as this sort of like, you know, this far... Thing that's you know not possible for them or only rich people can do this or you've got to have X amount of money to start off with and you can literally introduce this concept to them here's how you make money in real estate you can go on YouTube you can you know look to us you can right. um, find all the different ways that you approach real estate as an investment and mm-hmm. I would start working that because when you approach it as an investment they're more like kind of intrigued like okay how and then you obviously have to have the numbers crunch and have sure. everything and then you propose the idea to them Right, exactly. Okay. And so not so not only just approaching um approaching the idea to them, but marketing yourself as that. Okay. You know what? I'm this I'm I'm twenty four years old. I didn't even know that this was an opportunity for me and I'm actually now going in and I'm seeing, oh my gosh, if I bought this property, you know, my parents bought this property and now it's worth this much. My friend bought a property three years ago. And now it's worth this much. She's actually, this is part of her assets. This is part of her net worth. Even the concept of net worth. A lot of young people aren't really thinking about that. Right. And so you're going to be the person to actually introduce all of this to them. And that's where, if you're introducing the concept, and as well, if you're actually even doing it yourself, Mm -hmm. and maybe you're partnering up with someone, or you can actually show them, here are the numbers. Right. And that's going to be the eye-opening moment. Okay. That they're going to actually be like, okay, she knows what she's talking about. Let's follow, follow her lead. Which um, also my next question was, because um, 
for like joining a team as far as that what are your thoughts on that because when I basically just got licensed with the brokerage um, my broker manager was just explaining about joining a team or being on your own and he suggested I was like what do you suggest like what's your advice he suggested he's like honestly I feel like a lot of people go to teams right away but he suggested actually not going to a team and doing it on my own. And then a mentor who I spoke to, who's also with the same brokerage, he suggested joining a team. So I'm just like, I'm hearing different opinions and it's really hard to just kind of choose which way I want to go. Do I want to have that helping hand or do I want to grind it out on my own? What do you suggest? I think there's a hybrid approach you can definitely take. Um, I personally wouldn't join a team. Okay. Uh, and the reason I say that is, and you've got to check the numbers for yourself, but the, a lot of the teams, they take anywhere between 25 to 50% of your commissions. Right. And it, it gets you in a, a working mode where you're always relying on the leads because they bring you leads right. and then they take half the money. And so you don't actually develop the skill of actually getting of, your own and leads. finding leads and a lot of times you can become so busy with their leads and with their listings and with their process that you actually you don't develop that skill set yourself it's, okay. al it's also al almost like working in a sales center for a developer okay. you're sitting in the sales center you're getting a paycheck the leads are walking in the door you never actually go out there and get into it so i like to start off with what's more of a struggle but it's going to build the skill set for you okay. a lot faster right. however having said that you want to make sure you're aligning yourself with a brokerage that can give you sort of even the basics of training i mean whether it's just the paperwork side of it making sure you're you know following all the right um guidelines and ethics um and and looking at you know how they kind of the, the base training for brand new agents okay. um the best approach for me though is i would align myself with someone who is very successful at it. Okay. They're not going to take your commissions, but you're going to no. offer them um, value in whatever it is they're doing. So okay. I have uh, a client, actually I have a real estate agent friend of mine. She actually sells luxury real estate. Um, and she hired, uh, she has an assistant who's now okay. being mentored under her. Okay. Um, takes her own commissions, gets, finds her own leads, but she was able to teach her in exchange for you know, she's got someone maybe to help her do the paperwork. Right. And now you're learning a skill set that you're going to need yes. anyways. Sure. Um, she, she, they work together on staging. You know, when she's got a listing, she helps prep it. She's there in the meetings with the clients when she's doing a listing presentation. So it's, you're going to see it live in action. You're going to get the experience of it. You're going to dedicate some time to helping this individual build their business, but you're learning so much more okay. than the help that you're giving them. Yeah. Um, and so, and, Actually, maybe I can introduce you because she's she's in the luxury real estate space okay. and she's very successful. She's been yeah. doing this, you know, several yeah, years. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I also wanted to ask you, did you have a mentor when you started out? Absolutely. Okay. So, yeah, Sherrod McQueen was my mentor. Okay. He's kind of plucked me out of a nine to five job that okay. I was desperate to, to leave anyway. <laughs> um, and it initially started off with showing me the right way to sell real okay. estate, the right way to um, market yourself. Um, and mentorship is really critical, but you want to be mentored by someone who's incredibly successful and that you admire and that you want to model after. Okay. That's so, key. I mean, you know, this idea of joining a team at your brokerage, well, they're using you more than you're getting out right. of them. Right. And, and that's why my manager did. He was like pushing me, like, don't join a team, like try to do it on your own at least. And then he's like, if it doesn't work and you need that extra help, you find, okay, the team will always be there. But he's like, I feel like you should start off on your own. So that did motivate me. And, um, you know, to find a mentor now that I can like really help for and like have there for guidance. Mm -hmm. um, I do have one right now. Um, but I don't know. I feel like 
his his perspective is more to join a team so that's why I don't really know I'm 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 not for joining a team <laughs> yeah not you seem now very, not ever no okay not at all okay <laughs> I got it you want to you want to set yourself up in order to start making the most money building the most skill set right and you're not going to do that by being being on a team right. you're going to give away a lot of your money you're going to get actually in my opinion lazy at being able to do lead generation and right. to use your warm network um, and I believe even with the team setup, if even if you bring the client, they still get their cut. Exactly. So now you're not being able to sort of like take in the fruits of your own labor. Right. So you get really great at it. Oh, I'm with this team. Oh, this client transacted while I was still technically under the team. Now I'm going to give away my and money. And you have to now give your commission. Every team is Every set up team differently, is but, different, but right? most of the rules are typically anyone who comes into the network while you're on our team, we're entitled you to, to X percentage of the commission. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the next question I wanted to say was, so social media is obviously really popular now. So my mentor, he's older and he's more old school. He doesn't have social media. He doesn't have any of that stuff. So he's like, Clarissa, I don't even use like Instagram. I don't have a Facebook. I don't have that stuff. Yeah. But he's actually very successful and he's been doing real estate for like 20 years and he doesn't have any social media. So I'm like, how does this now work with someone like in my generation who all we rely on is social media? Yeah. So I'm going to suggest that that person may not be the best fit for you and your demographic and the client base that's going to be, um, I think, most aligned with you. Right. Um, I am marketing is everything. And you got to go where the people are. And the reality is that everyone's online. Right. And so you're missing out on the market. Um, Number two, in my opinion, and I have no idea who your mentor is, someone who's been selling real estate and opening doors for 20 years is actually, that would be the equivalent of someone working in a call center and 20 years later, they're still in the call center. Yes. And I know it's it's not uh, it's not a, an opinion or a viewpoint that a lot of people really want to accept. The, the mm. fact is, is that if you're doing the same job for 20 years, right. is that actually success? Should, sure. Are you evolving? You know, I went from being a, a real estate agent to immediately a real estate investor. Actually, mm. I started off as an investor, got my license, continued investing, then got into home renovation and home building, and then got into development. So there's mm-hmm. like a straight path of a clear right of elevation yeah of evolving and you want to do that in any career that you're in you don't want to stay doing the same thing for 20 years no i get it uh so for me i would say that you definitely want to align yourself with someone who understands online marketing because you're going to make money online and there's a plethora of ways you can make money online it's not just about getting clients it's you know it's it's there's brand branding opportunities there's opportunities to align yourself with developers to get exclusive access to their projects but if you, if people can't find you and exactly. if, you, if you're not online to find those deals then you're you're missing out on 80 percent of what's available and that's to you. what i wanted to ask you how much would you say your leads come from online um i mean so when i was selling real estate uh i got in i was already on social media okay uh, i immediately began talking about what i was doing um it's it can be a mix a lot of it was the leads would come from the warm network and the relationships okay. i already had i've never advertise anywhere i never paid for an ad mm-hmm. i never put my face on a billboard anything like okay. that um it was all warm network That's referrals fair. um but well, i will say that even if someone referred me out to a client the first thing they would do is go online and find me okay see what i'm about see what's and happening see your online yeah. presence so you've got to have um, an online presence an online presence especially if you want to end up doing at least dabbling in luxury real estate right. you want it has to be very polished okay um and i would certainly say that uh yeah you've, you've got to start whether it's you know your instagram you've got to get on tiktok you've got to start talking yes. about what you're doing 
um, and and making a presence and, and developing a personal brand that people are going to want to align with, and okay. so that when you when you do start getting those referrals and they're seeing you online, it's an immediate connection. Okay. Um, my next question is: How long did it take you to get your first deal when you first went in? Uh, I would say, I mean, I was doing deals before I was licensed. Oh, really? <laughs> so okay. I kind of started backwards. So okay. I was selling real estate, wasn't getting paid for it. Yeah. And, then, and then you got licensed. And okay. then I got my license. However, um, I think you can, this is something that you can do pretty quickly. Okay. Um, and the first thing I will say is to go out and find um, find deals, find opportunities, find what makes sense. So if you know, you know, kind of do just even an internal survey of your warm network and say, hey, um, have, start talking to your friends about this. Um, right. I was going to social events very often, every event that I would go to, whether it was a birthday party, a friend's dinner, someone's baby shower, every event that I went to was an opportunity for me yeah. to talk about what I was doing and to insert that. Real estate's a hot topic that comes up right. very often in conversation. Um, research, see what see what's trending uh, in the in social media. See what hot topics are trending in you know traditional media. What news articles are coming out? Talk about interest rates. Talk about what people are doing and show people that no matter what market we're in right now that there's still plenty of opportunity in fact in this in this market right now which is considered a down market right um buyers have all the power if you're right. a buyer and you have the ability to buy and, and close and get a mortgage you can buy anything you have opportunities right. because sellers right now are having a hard time and right. so this is the time to get deals done you okay. know you make money when you buy not when you sell exactly okay um, I also wanted to ask about what are your thoughts on like commission discounts when it comes to like friends and family because this is actually something I dealt with with somebody a lead that I prospected and then when I wanted to move forward they were kind of like oh my realtor gives me this commission discount and I was like uh, like I didn't really know how to move forward with the conversation because I'm not going to give that discount so it's like how do you deal with that? Never ever give discounts, okay. period. Um, the nature, human nature, you are incentivized by money. Yes. Why are you gonna take that away from me at the get-go? Right. Um, number two um, is you can only give someone value if you actually value yourself. Right. And so to put in the uh, correct amount of time and energy and sometimes money into preparing a listing and into taking the time to go, go out with somebody you need to spend your time right? and time is money. And so I am, would never, ever work with anyone right. where they were. So what would your response be? Like, for example, no. So my response is effectively, listen, like the, the amount of time and the amount of value that I'm going to give you is going to be four or five, six times more than the commission that you're paying. Uh -huh. And number two, these agents that are getting discounts or that are offering to give away their money. Well, if they're offering to give away their money, their own money, how are they yes. going to negotiate for you in your right. deal? If I can't even hold on to my own money and negotiate that, how am I going to negotiate the sale right, of your house? You. I'm just going to give it point. away. Like, I'm just going to show up and just give everything away. Yeah. Like, that's not the person you want to, you want working for you. I would, I personally wouldn't dream of working with an agent, even at this point in my life where I'm, they're going to give me a discount. I want to pay people their full right, price exactly. because I want to incentivize them to do a good job. And if they're, if you're getting a discount, if you're giving away your commission on this deal, well, the clients that are paying you full commission you're going to work harder on their deals. It's human nature. Right, because you're getting paid more. Yeah, like, so I absolutely okay. not, and that would be my response. Okay. If you want to, <laughs> no, you have to be direct with people sometimes. And that agent that's giving that discount, nine times out of 10, those clients came back to me, either with just questions mm -hmm. or, oh, 
you were right. I shouldn't have worked with them. Oh, right. Look at the way they staged my property. Look at how, you know, the advice they gave me or they were too busy to answer the phone because they're running around because they've got 50 deals exactly. at, at half the price where if they could just take 25 deals at full pop, yes. then they can actually dedicate the right amount of time to the business that they have. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So it's definitely something I thought about because I've gotten a few questions about that, to be honest. Um, my next question is, when you're first starting out, I feel like with new agents, there's this um, really hard decision to go all in with real estate, make it their full time, or to do it part time because they still have to pay the bills, but they really want to still do real estate. Yeah. So my approach is when you, you have to decide at some point to commit to doing this full time. Like okay. You can't be a part time agent and a full time painter, hairdresser. That's just the truth is that this is going to be a job that you've got to give it your all. You're going to okay. spend a lot of time doing research. You're going to spend time preparing. Um, and so you have to full time. However, that being said, you do want to make sure that you're financially sound and that you've got enough money to cover yourself so that you don't right. get tempted to return back because it is going to take you so in some cases six months to really start getting an, an influx of cash and commissions right. in that's going to float you and to get those referral clients and to start building up your business. Um, my suggestion would be to make sure that you've got minimum three but closer to six months of living expenses. Find ways to reduce your expenses so that you can focus more time on the business. Right. Um, but certainly, yeah, you, you're going to have to make a decision relatively quickly on going full time and just set that date. You've got your license now. Maybe you need to save up. Maybe you'll have to look at cutting back certain expenses that you right. have so that you can say, you know what, um, come May 1st, I'm a full time agent no matter what. Yeah. And so I'm going to, you know, build myself my, my cash reserve in the meantime, right. and then I'm going to dedicate this full time. So make it so that you're in a position where you can do it full time. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Perfect. Um, what do you feel like about door knocking? Um, what are your thoughts I've on that? I've never door knocked. Okay. I've never door knocked. I do, I, I can't speak to how effective that is. Okay. I know there's some people who have done it with success. Cause see my mentor, that's what he's on. Like we're going door knocking next week. And I'm like, okay. And I don't know, but see now when I'm speaking to other agents, they're like, I don't door knock. So you, it's just, you've got to do what works for you okay. and you've got to do what's comfortable for you. And some, a lot of people just aren't comfortable door knocking. They can't handle the rejection. Maybe they just don't find a lot of success with it. Um, I think that online marketing is going to be go. the way to go. That's the way I, I want to go. That's using the way I want your warm go. network is going to get you a lot further uh, then maybe if you door knock a hundred doors, maybe you get one client, but you've got this warm network of, you know, 50 people that are very close to you. Right. Your higher chances of success are going to be there. Right. Um, I think it's really just about positioning yourself and starting to position yourself as an expert okay. in the space. Um, and you're going to do that by gaining knowledge and by sharing that knowledge and marketing yourself. Okay. And what about cold calling? I was going to ask about that. Have you like done cold calling? I've or? never done cold okay. calling. Uh, I was just curious about that. I, well. I'm, I'm, gonna say I'm gonna say no to that one okay. <laughs> for me personally again okay. if this is something you're comfortable with to try to sell someone you've never met over that's the phone what I mean it's, it's intimidating for me difficult. to think about so when I see people like doing it there's a girl I follow specifically on TikTok she does it all day she records herself doing it and I'm like wow and this this might be her lane right right and so to me it's all about you've got a very fixed finite period of time what can you do with confidence? Right. Because that confidence is going to come through. If you're picking up, so you're calling somebody, they're answering the phone, you're you're already nervous about it, even thinking about it. I, I mean, I personally, I like to use the warm network. Okay. That's what's been successful for me and for most of the people that I've worked with. Okay. Um, 
And that's, that's where I would best focus my time. I've, huh. I had a lot more confidence in dealing with the people that I already knew and built relationships with. And even carrying forward, like once I eventually got into real estate investments, a lot of those partnerships that I had early on came from people that I already built a relationship with through real estate. So we already knew each other. We had a relationship. They invested in some properties. They made money from those properties. They then carried forward. And then we got into um, partnerships together. Okay. Um, and so I think this is a relationship building business. And I think the easiest entry point to getting clients is going to be people that you already know. Okay. Yeah. And then another question I had was, as far as, um, would you say pre-development or like resale homes are more easier to pitch to somebody and this is for investment or for investment yeah uh i would say pre pre-construction okay. is going to be it's there's less barriers or obstacles for them to less get in barriers okay because you typically you're going to put down a deposit and you're going to wait for the property to be built you don't need a mortgage until it's actually complete right so for people all they have to do right now is come up it's with money cash. on a schedule okay right um also for people who may not have the best credit Pre-construction is the best entry point for them because it gives them an opportunity to fix their credit so that by the time they do need the mortgage one, two, three years from now, they're in a better position. You know, it just it gives you the opportunity overall. You'll have the benefit of time. Okay. Um, additionally, you can negotiate with the developer so you can negotiate a lower uh, down payment structure, especially okay. in a market like this. This is a perfect opportunity to start practicing and negotiating with builders and say, hey, you know what? I've got three clients. I know you're asking for 10% down, but you know what? I've got three deals right now. They've got 5% down. Okay. You know, can, can we work with that? Um, and just negotiate other, negotiating other terms. Um, so I would say that is definitely going to be an easier sell on the investment side. Okay. However, you're going to have in the resale market... You're going to have a lot more opportunities in terms of um, maybe people who are interested in cash flowing. Like every purchaser has got their own specific goals. Right. Maybe some people want to put a little bit of money down and just wait for something. They're very hands off. Right. Um, you're going to have some people who are like, you know what? I'm actually interested in making some money. Maybe I'm interested in, I don't know, I met some guy a couple weeks ago who was making 17000 a month off operating a laundromat. Wow. Right. So he wants a cash flowing business. Um, you're going to get some people who are like, you know what? I I'm a contractor. I wouldn't mind something. I could renovate the basement, maybe live upstairs. Um, but I want something that's going to be ready that I can move in right away okay. and get to work. So you're going to have different clients. It's all about really understanding your client, okay. feeling them out, seeing what's going to work best for them. But the one benefit as an agent with the resale is if it's already built, once you close and transact, you get paid right away. Right. So that kind of helps you manage your cash flow exactly. as well. So if you're doing a lot of pre-construction, you might get a little bit of money so up front. So that's what I wanted to ask. With pre-construction, how does that commission structure work? Like Typically, they're going to, let's say they're paying, let's say, 4% commission. Okay. Typically, they do a percentage up front. And then the rest, the balance on the end when the client closes. Oh, when the client, so when the place is built. So yes. in a few years. Yeah. Okay. And then when the place is built, sometimes it's two, three months of chasing them before you actually get your paycheck. Oh, really? Okay. So just being mindful that it tends to be a lot easier to do pre-construction deals because you have access to more buyers and people who right. can get into that market. However, the your page. bottom line, the paycheck is going to come later. Okay. This also could be a negotiating point as well. You can okay. say, hey, you know what, I want half the commission up front or a little bit more. Some builders might be a little bit flexible that okay, way if they yeah. really want to get a deal done. But typically you are going to be waiting to the end to get okay. your full commission. So just something to keep in mind. Keep in mind, yeah. Um, I worked with a lot of agents over the years who were like, oh my God, they were doing deal after deal, but they weren't getting paid for two, three years. So right. being able to manage that's your long. money is so important. <laughs> right. And that's where having that, you know, three to six months of cash in the bank um, and, and also, keeping expenses low. And also, if it doesn't close, that agent isn't getting paid. That's correct. Right. And in some cases, so if it doesn't close, not only do you not get paid the balance, you have to pay back 
the commission. You have to pay back the commission. <laughs> I've seen that happen. Oh, so, wow. and it'll be in your in your right. deal. They'll they'll sign up on the commission agreement with you that if for whatever reason they pay a commission and that client doesn't close, then actually you're responsible for paying that commission back. Okay, so those are good things to know because yeah. I wasn't, I didn't take it in before now. Yeah, so I feel like we've got some good takeaways. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to hear more about your journey. Where can people find you? I'm a right at home realty, so um, my they can also find me on Instagram, sold by clarissa.to. Got it. And I also have a TikTok, sold by clarissa.to. There we go. So we can tap in and check out all of your content yes. and watch you on the come up. Yes. Thank you so much. Awesome.